I'm Brendan Gennetti. You're listening to Music You're Missing, and today I'm bringing you Section 2. Get yourself a little something for you go. Watch your head for when you're walking out the door. Take my life, see why you want to make it yours. Can't step on my life, you ain't up on the floor. I first heard Section 2 when I came across his song, Walk Right, which just played a few seconds ago, and I literally could not believe that came from an independent artist at the early stages in his career. The track is just so big and well-produced and beautifully complex without, you know, like overdoing anything. I, it was just an instant win. I instantly became hooked with Section 2, and of course, I followed him on social media, and I was so excited to hear that he's been generating a lot of hype lately because he had a little teaser for his track come see me tonight blow up on tiktok and instagram reels he has seen an increase in followers by the thousands so i'm really looking forward to talking to section two about how he's handling this newfound fan base and you know what's in store for him because he's generated so much hype i know he's still sitting on come see me tonight hopefully we can find out when it's getting released what else he's got in store uh and yeah i will make sure to ask him all that when he comes online but first you've listened to podcasts before welcome to music you're missing my name is brendan Janetti, like i said before and i left my job in the music industry to kind of do my own thing in the spotify playlist and podcasting world Music You're Missing highlights a variety of artists. Some of them are a little more experienced in their careers, while others are just starting out. Every artist that we've interviewed on the podcast gets featured on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist, alongside a bunch of other hand-selected tracks that we think just deserve a whole lot more attention. We also do a whole bunch more, uh, and the best way to keep up with us is on Instagram, at Music You're Missing, or on TikTok, at Music You're Missing Podcast. Well, hey, that's enough for me. Let's finally get Section 2 on the line. We're joined with Section 2. How's it going? Doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here. Of course. I honestly was so happy I stumbled upon your music. Walk Right was the first track I heard, and I immediately was a huge fan. And I'm so happy to have you on now, um, just because I feel like you're in such a, a cool moment of your career. I feel like you have a lot of hype around you. I know people are waiting um, for a little <laughs> glimpse <laughs> into Come See Me Tonight, more than like beyond 30 seconds. Uh, how mm-hmm. are you feeling? Um. It is a whirlwind, to say the least. I've never had this much attention before. Like, it's uh, it's good and bad. There's uh, there's a little bit of anxiety surrounding it, just because I I just really want to get the song out. But me and my label are trying to put some things in place to make sure that the song lives beyond a viral moment and can. Uh, have 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 some uh have some legs to uh live on a little longer than what's going on right now but um but yeah i mean other than that i feel good like i'm i i always knew that this moment would happen in some capacity it, i just didn't know it would happen in this manner but yeah i'm uh yeah i'm i'm excited no, that's interesting that you note that you knew this moment was going to happen um, because I feel like a lot of people say that they, you know, they weren't expecting whatever to blow up or for them to get success. Um, but I think is that's a merit to how good your music actually is and, and how like polished your sound is. Thank you so much. I mean, to, to that point, though, I mean, like I, I always always kind of had an inkling or a notion that like this is going to work out some way, some way or another. But with like specifically with Come See Me Tonight, I didn't. I didn't really think that was going to be the thing that took it that that like kind of took on a life of its own but i always just knew in in some 
shape or form this was uh this was bound to happen eventually and here we are all right let's rewind it back a little bit so i this is what i know about you you're section two mm-hmm. you're from queens new york we're kind of the same mm-hmm. age tell me more if I'm, I'm just listening to you for the first time what else should i know about you so yeah um once again section two um born and raised originally in queens new york um my uh my musical background is kind of formed and rooted in church i kind of grew up singing there um started playing saxophone around the age of eight or nine and this is all kind of this is all kind of happening at the same time so i'm kind of just digging my teeth into music at this time and just starting to get really curious and i don't just just starting to develop a real love for music i end up going to performing arts high school um, studying saxophone a little more, studying vocals a little bit as well. And at this time, I kind of find music production in high school. Mm-hmm. And I kind of start to map out that this is something that I potentially want to pursue in life. And it was just that at that time. I had no desire to sing or rap or do anything like that. Did you know that but, you were um, a good singer at the time? Um. In high school, I, I I I knew I was like passable because I like I was in choir. Like you you, you kind of have to have somewhat of a voice to 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 make it there. Yeah. But I, I mean, I I didn't think I was like blowing anyone out of the water by any means. But again, kind of just experimenting with production. I, I I was still singing in school, but like I wasn't wasn't doing any writing on my own at this point. I get to college. Um, I go to the. I do my first year at the University of New Haven. Um, That's in and I'm just yes, Connecticut. Cool. I'm from Massachusetts, so I, I remember oh, okay. into cool, that cool, when cool. I was doing the whole college thing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I start. I'm, I'm surrounded by uh, a number of musicians. I kind of live live in a dorm with a, a bunch of other musicians, and I kind of realize that like. I don't have, I don't have the work ethic that I thought I did or like, I, I but yeah, I, I probably just didn't have much of a work ethic at the time. And that kind of really inspired me to just like put all I have in the music production mm-hmm. I, every day, just spending hours trying to get better as a producer. And from there I started to see some, some changes and starting to get better at what I was doing at the time. But then at the end of my first year in Connecticut, wasn't really feeling it so I decided to come back home and I went back to school at uh City College of New York up in Harlem and it just so happened that a really good friend of mine from high school um he was also I think he was going to school in North Carolina and he had actually come back to the city and he was going to City College as well so we were kind of we linked back up there he made beats as well so we were kind of just starting to work with each other and we spent a lot of time just like making beats together. Again, no, no songwriting was getting done mm-hmm. at the time. But I want to say like early 2018, uh, one day I was just like kind of bored of making beats. And I was like, but like, what, what would happen if I just wrote a song? And the very first song that I wrote was Girls Like an Eagle, which is the first song off of my first project, Portrait. And I was kind of, I kind of blew myself away just because it's, it's kind of a crazy song to 
something like that to be your first song written. But um, but yeah, I showed it to my good friend Will, also known as Identity Crisis. I sent it to him. He was like, "Yo, like we need to turn this into a song, da da da, whatever." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then from there, we spent the next year working on Portrait, and from there, we kind of work our way to where we're at now, just constantly developing, challenging myself to never do the same thing twice, just um, just ever evolving, trying to trying to get better. As a, when did you define that this is what you were doing? Like less, it's no longer a side project and you know, you, you're keeping up with like your Instagram, you're trying to connect with new fans. Uh-huh. When did it become a little bit more like official, would you say? So this, um, I want to say this is like in the middle of me working on portrait. Like I got, like I didn't, I didn't have a name at this time. I was just like, all right, we're, we're making, we're making these set of songs. There was no section two, but at a certain point I was like, okay, I, I need some sort of a name. And section two was one of the first things that popped up in my head. And I was like, I like it, but maybe I can get something better. I don't mm-hmm. know. So the first thing I did was like, I made an Instagram for it just so it, like in my head, I was like, Oh, like if I make an Instagram for it, can't really change my mind. I have to, I, I kind of have to stick with it. Yeah. So made an Instagram and yeah, from there that kind of solidified me just like putting, uh, putting my feet down and just saying, all right, like, I guess I'm doing this now. But, but even still like for a while I was like, I, I had this front that I was like producing for this artist named section two. Like I, I, I wasn't really claiming it at first, which looking back was kind of dumb. That's but, so funny. Uh, no, but that, that's just such a thing that like any independent creator does. Like they're, they're a little like scared to fully commit. How did you come up oh, with the yeah. name section two? So, yeah, it was like, I, I like, I gotta be like, I, I wish there was like a better story. I was fully than, expecting like, there to be like, it just sounds like something that's super specific. Yeah, and and that that's what's crazy too. Like it is very specific, but it literally kind of just like popped up in my head, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I've never heard those two words before. Like it sounds no, it is. sounds cool. But the uh, but but the interesting thing is that like as as I started writing more, and like as as I kind of developed my sound and style, I kind of realized that like section two that there there is some importance in the name. Like at least for me, like. Like when when I when people hear Section Two, I just want them to feel included. Like a, a, a big thing for me with Section Two is just like I I, I tend to make uh, emotional music. Uh, we we can have fun, we can dance, we can laugh and cry, we can do all these things. And whenever someone hears Section Two, I just want them to know that like whatever they're feeling at that time, whatever picture I'm painting for you. If, if I, if I feel one way, if I feel another way, it is okay for all of us to feel that way together. Hence the T O O at the end mm-hmm. of a uh, section two. So, I mean, it got, kind of took on that meaning as I started to develop a little bit more, but, but like, I, I do have friends. They'll ask like, Oh, like what, what is, what does section two mean? And I'm like, I, I'll either say, tell you the story I just told you, or I'll just say like it literally just popped up in my head. Like, <laughs> there was no like. That's kind of um, music you're missing. I was in college when I first started it, and it was called "Songs mm-hmm. Brennan's Bumping." I was like a, a, a unpaid intern 
putting up a music blog songs burning about me so bad and i was with my college roommate and i was like dude i need another name for this and he was like mm, what about music you're missing and i was like okay <laughs> it was like a 20 second <laughs> conversation and since then yeah we've just been running with it um hey it's it, it sticks though it's uh right i'm i'm pretty it, sure he was yeah. like smoking a bong in our college dorm at the time but he <laughs> <laughs> who knows the things that come out of that dorm room uh anyhow exactly. so like i said walk right was the first track i heard from you um I, i'm just gonna be fully like crass here i listened to that and i saw that it had like under a thousand plays when i heard it and i was mm-hmm. I, I that song is so perfect everything about it is so well done i literally could not thank believe you, that you. it hadn't reached more ears I think before I even get into that, I want to know, it's such a big song. Like it's, it's very complex. Yeah. How did you know you wanted to do that? So yeah, that's, uh, I honestly, I, I didn't know that I wanted to do that. <laughs> honestly. Um, so kind of a little bit of backstory there. I had met, um, the bird language guys, shout out to Jake and Will. I met them via Instagram. We followed each other. They hit me. They're like, Hey, like, listen listen to some of your stuff whatever and eventually we linked up this was last maybe like june or july i went over to their studio we worked on something and when i left they sent me like 15 beats and i went to the studio maybe like a week or two later and um i pulled up the beat for walk right and it was actually it was actually something that they played me while I was at the studio, but I just told them to like, yeah, like just email it to me. Mm-hmm. We didn't end up doing anything for it there. But, um, yeah, I'm sitting in the studio, I'm playing through some of the beats and that beat came up and I was like, like, and it, it, it's so interesting. Like I, I typically, like I would tend to stay away from like production like that, that stuff that's like super big and yeah stuff like that but but i don't know just like in in that moment i was just like wow like i, I feel like i have something to say yeah i mean it's kind of scary to, to take on i imagine because you're really yeah. making a statement even if you don't want to like it's a it's a song that if you hear you you definitely won't forget um and, and it's gonna like shape exactly. your whatever room you're in like it's gonna change the mood mm-hmm. um so yeah i can totally understand that you'd be a little nervous so then you what what made you realize you had something to say so yeah, at that uh, at that time, like last summer, I was just in a really strange headspace. Um, I had been working on an album, which I thought was going to be like my magnum opus. I thought it was like this. I, I thought it was my best work mm-hmm. to date. And um, my manager, I had uh, me and my producer, Identity Crisis. We've been working on it for a little while. Probably, probably like a year up until that point, because during the pandemic, we had we'd be sending ideas back and forth and kind of hashing out ideas and stuff. And then once the once things started to calm down a little bit, I started linking up with with him again, and we start recording stuff and all that stuff. But um, but yeah, so I had met up with my manager. I played him some stuff, and he was like, uh, like, not uh. <laughs> I I thank God for people like this who are not scared to tell me like something is not that good. Yeah. And in my head, I was just like, wow, like really? Like I, I, I wasn't offended, but I was like, damn, I'm like, I'd even working really hard on this. Like, 
I don't know. I maybe I probably needed it at the time. I probably didn't have a lot of outside criticism at the time. I was kind of just living in a small bubble due to the pandemic, obviously. And, um, and yeah, on, on top of that, I was just like, like never nothing had come out. My, my EP never nothing had come out, um, in that past February and, the the response to that wasn't exactly what I wanted and I had some people telling me like oh like maybe maybe the rapping thing isn't something that you should be doing or I I don't know I I feel like I just had a lot of people in my ears and I'm yeah. starting to let that affect my process a little bit which and is super that, easy to do by the way that's that obviously you don't want it to happen but it is super easy to do yeah and i was I, I, it was starting to get to me a little bit and it was it was basically just like this perfect storm like all that stuff was happening at this time and the beat for walk right kind of just falls in my lap and like i say in the hook it's like hey like get yourself a little something before you go like you, you you're here you're 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 telling me all these things but like i can't have you here while i'm trying to like I don't like pursue this thing that I know will eventually work. You know what I mean? Like it, it was basically me just kind of like reclaiming my, uh, my agency is in terms of like this whole music thing. Like I, I can't let any, anyone or anything derail me from what I know is, uh, what I know is going to work essentially. Dude, so. that is such a powerful story. I really, I really love being able to hear that. That puts a whole other perspective to the song and i think that must have been such a great opportunity for you to kind of reassure yourself that you know what you're doing because that like i said it is a flawless track uh yeah i mean to be in your shoes and to just kind of be able to send that to my naysayers would i would just feel like a fucking king yeah (laughs) it was uh like i i hear that song now and like like, like when you don't listen, like on, uh, um, like when, when you kind of listen on a surface level, like the song is just so grand that like, and like, it's, it's, it's such a feel good song mm-hmm. that like, it's easy to miss the, uh, the, the messaging, if you will. But, but I, I, I like that though. Cause like, like if, if you want to listen to it for that reason, like if you want to feel reassured and like you want to be, uh, you, you want to feel yourself a little bit that it's there for that. But then like, Hey, like if, if it just sounds good to you, like you, you just want to have a good time. It's, uh, it's there for that too. So no, absolutely. I mean, and kudos for you for being able to channel that energy into to something great. You, you mentioned you had a manager. Where are mm-hmm. you in, in your career? Like what else, what, what do you got? You have a, like publicist, things like that. Um, slash, what are you looking for? So, yeah, I actually, I haven't, announced this publicly i guess and honestly i don't know if i'm if i'm supposed to but like i signed a uh i i i, I think i'm good um i signed a deal with a uh with an indie label recently um called viper records um congrats that thank you uh that is uh that is where the project uh will be released um so yeah, that that that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, just just my manager and the team over at Viper. Mm-hmm. We're kind of just getting stuff ready for uh, this uh, this next phase of Section Two. So, 
And is this next phase the EP that you sent me? Yes, it is. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I have like gold right now because I know so many people (laughs) really want to hear the come see me tonight so much so that like, honestly, they're starting to cyber bully a little bit in the comment section. Um. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's, it's not as bad on Instagram as it is on TikTok. Oh yeah. Uh, TikTok people are ruthless. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little nuts over there, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just, trying to trying to thug it out like it's uh <laughs> it uh it is what it is no of course i mean and it 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 takes so much to actually release a song beyond making it and uploading it like there's so much more that goes into it and oh man and i've i've truly taken that process for granted like i'm just i've been so used to just distro kid like yeah finish finish the music upload it and that's that like in a in a label system like indie major whatever like there are so many other things at play that like have to get done before like you hit send on that song or that project like i i mean i like i i feel like that that's something i knew but like not now that i'm actually in it like it's 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 completely it's completely different. That's also just like kind of a, a cool thing to know that you're doing now, at least to yourself. Like you're now at the stage where that's how your releases go. Like you're no longer yeah. doing everything on your own. You have some support. Um, and that's awesome. That's only going to lead to greater things. I would imagine. No. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm super excited. The, the, the people over at Viper are extremely supportive. They really believe in the music and, that that's literally all that all that I could ask for, honestly. What else can the people expect? But also, what are you hoping to accomplish? Pretty much everything that I've done up until this point, just at an elevated level, mm-hmm. I'd say. Whether that's singing, I, I I guess you could say I do a little bit of rapping on there, but it's mainly based in R and B. I'd say. Um, but yeah, the my production skills have gotten better. Identity Crisis production skills have gotten better. The mixing and mastering is at a new level. Just, just at, everything sonically has uh, has definitely leveled up. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just excited for people to take it in and live with it. Like I I always um I, I feel like people are really partial to my first project mm-hmm. portrait. And I have a strong feeling that people are going to feel the same way about this one, just because the, 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 I, I, I strongly believe that this music will stand the test of time. And, uh, in, in terms of the other question you asked, just like, what, what am I, what am I hoping to do, I guess, with this project? I mean, I truly believe that the world should hear this music and, I, I do think eventually that will happen. Um, I'm also hoping to tour. Um, yeah, have you, have you been able to play out at all? Um, not this year. No, I had a show. I was supposed to have a show in January, like early January, mm. but when Omicron started to rear its ugly head, um, we kind of canceled that show. It just got rescheduled actually, uh, like a couple for like a couple weeks in March. But um, 
but yeah, other than that, like I'm, I would love to do some sort of tour, like on the, just off the legs of this project. I, I, I think the music is definitely tourable, if you will. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, I just feel like I, ha- I have like, like my, uh, my back catalog is just, I, I feel like I could be a substantial, uh, touring artist. I also play with like some of the best musicians period. So like my, my, my band is going to say that too. something that I would really look forward to in your shows eventually, um, is the live instrumentation. I feel like the vibes of the show are going to be so fun, but also it's going to have like that kind of, I don't know, you know, when you go to like a show and you can tell people are there for the actual music as opposed to just like, getting <laughs> drunk and having fun. I know it's going to be a perfect yeah, yeah, blend. Yeah. It's going to be a perfect blend. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's there for the music, but we're also going to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, we, because I like, I feel like I, I, I have a little bit of everything for everybody and mm-hmm. we, we could slow it down. We could, we, we, we can do up-tempo stuff. We got some stuff in the middle. Like it's that I, there, there's something for everybody at a, at a section two show. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm super excited to get on the road eventually. Definitely keep me in the loop. Um, if you ever come to Boston, we will absolutely be there. Oh yeah, for sure. You'll have to come into our for real sure. studio and not my, uh, house. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love that. That'd be great. I guess the last question I want to ask before we wrap up is what do you want to tell to uh, these new people that have followed you that, you know, they, they might've been exposed to you like really quickly on TikTok or Instagram, but what do you want them to know about section two? Um, if there's anything I want people to know, it's just that like, I, I love what I do. <laughs> like there is, I, I have no, ulterior motives with this with this music thing like i just want to i just want to make good music and be able to feed my family as a result of it Mm -hmm. um and i i think uh, just based on some of the messages i've received i i I feel like there's people that that definitely understand that um and i'm i'm extremely lucky and i'm extremely grateful for for anyone who's come across anything of mine in the past couple of weeks, whether it was the come see me tonight snippet or um, you went back and you listened to some of my old music as a result of the snippet and you, you fallen in love with that or and, and, and I don't know. And any medium that you came across me, um, I'm super grateful, super thankful. I know the wait for come see me tonight has been, <laughs> uh anxiety it's been anxiety inducing for me and maddening for a lot of a lot of them but um we're man we're we're getting it right we just yeah there's uh there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that i was unaware of honestly that like like has to get done and we're just we're just uh we're just putting feet down uh trying to trying to make sure that that all gets squared away in a in a timely manner of course but i yeah i i was very long-winded there but essentially i like i just want to say thank you like i the these last couple weeks have been kind of nuts but i'm super grateful and super thankful for everyone that's come along for the ride 
Of course. I mean, I I think the future is going to continue to be nuts for you. And I'm really excited to see how the single plays out when it finally drops. Um, We'll, of course, be sure to support it. And I'm really excited. I have it. So I won't leak it, but I will be listening to it before everyone else. Um, But for real, thank you so much for for chatting with us. I'm I'm glad we us. I'm usually have a co-host. It's just me. Um, Thank you so much for chatting with me. Uh, I'm really glad uh, that you were able to call in. No, I mean, again, thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, doesn't happen for me much, but I'm super excited to talk and yet, yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm always, always down to talk and, uh, glad, glad that someone's interested in, uh, what I've got going on. So again, thank you.